Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week, we're going over the second album from the all-time great group, A Tribe Called Quest. A month after the release of A Tribe Called Quest's debut album, People's Instinctive Travels and Paths of Rhyme, group member Five Dog learned that he was diabetic and considered leaving the group. After a discussion with fellow member Q-Tip, they agreed to increase his participation on the second album and to step it up in general as a group. Recording sessions for the second album began when sessions from People's Instinctive Travels kept creatively flowing. The group wanted to begin recording the album shortly after the completion of People's Instinctive Travels, for which they still had to tour and film music videos. Five Dog later recalled Tip didn't want to stop. The album's title, The Low End Theory, referred to both the status of black men in society and the bass frequencies in the music, while the album cover featured an altered photograph of a kneeling woman painted in Afrocentric colors. During the recording session, the group fired their manager, Cool DJ Red Alert, and joined Russell Simmons' Rush Artist Management, with Chris Lighty serving as their new manager. They also fired their lawyer, who was Red Alert's manager, and faced a lawsuit as a result. Both moves created tension with Native Tongues Collective, which was never fully resolved. After switching managers, the group demanded more advances from Jive, who eventually extended the recording contract for one more album. However, the negotiations between the group and Jive lasted over a year and strained the relationship. These events created a disillusionment with the music industry among the group, which affected both material and approach on the low-end theory. The majority of the recording session took place at the Battery Studios in Manhattan from 90 to 91, where the songs were recorded on a Neve 8068 mixing console that had been used by John Lennon. Like People's Instinctive Travels, production on the low-end theory was primarily handled by Q-Tip, while Ali Shaheed Muhammad provided DJ scratching and co-production. Skeef Anselm produced two songs, which were programmed at Jazzy J's studio in the Bronx. Producer Pete Rock created the original beat for the second single, Jazz, We've Got It, before it was recreated by Q-Tip, who credited Rock in the outro of the song. Group member Jerobi White, who previously appeared on People's Instinctive Travels, had verses recorded for the low-end theory. However, he left the group during the sessions to study culinary arts, and his verse did not make the final cut. The song Butter was originally supposed to feature a verse by Q-Tip, but Five Dog insisted on rapping solo on it. It essentially became a Five Dog solo record with Q-Tip performing the chorus. Two posse cuts were recorded. The third single, Scenario, which features leaders of the new school, and show business featuring Lord Jamar and Sada X of Brand Nubian and Diamond D of DITC. The former had several versions recorded, one of which from De La Soul and Black Sheep, as well as Chris Lighty, Jeroba White, Jeroby White, and future Flip Mode Squad rapper Rampage. While the latter was originally recorded as Georgie Porgy, but was rejected by Jive for being too homophobic before being rewritten. Q-Tip had a cold during the recording process and did not want to sound congested on the album. Because of this, he wanted to re-record all of his vocals and began doing so before people told him he sounded fine and convinced him otherwise. The Low Wind Theory was one of the first records to fuse hip-hop with the laid-back atmosphere of jazz, particularly bebop and hardbop. The album's minimalist sound is stripped to the essentials, vocals, drums, and bass. The bass, drum, and vocals emphasis the downbeat on every song. Q-Tip credited the production of NWA's Straight Outta Compton as inspiration. What resonated was just the bottom, that bass, and that drive of it. The album is noted for its use of the double bass, crisp and live-sounding drum programming, and deftly placed samples or electric keyboards. In addition, the group was praised for its departure towards a live instrumental sound, and for using jazz-infused samples with fat, hardcore beats. Q-Tip often layered drum sounds on the album, using as many as three snare drums or bass drums to create a single sound. Similarly, Buggin' Out was the first song in which he layered two different drum breaks at once, which was uncommon at the time. The group hired double bassist Ron Carter for the song Verses from the Abstract. Q-Tip stated, We wanted that straight bass sound, and Ron Carter is one of the premier bassists of the century. The Low End Theory is also regarded for its engineering. The mixing engineer, Bob Power, used several methods to remove surface noise, crackles, or pops from the samples, as the software at the time was unable to do so. He credited the group, saying, Until that point, when people used samples on record, it was pretty much one loop that played throughout. With the Low End Theory, Q-Tip and Ali Shaheed were at the leading edge of a new wave where people started making 
making elaborate musical constructions out of samples from different places that would not work, and in many ways could not have been played by regular players. The low-end theory is regarded for its socially conscious lyrics, which includes subjects such as relationships, date rape, the hip-hop industry, and consumerism. Other lyrics are devoted to wordplay, humor, and flexing, or showing off. The album introduced the lyrical interplay and chemistry between Q-Tip and Five Dog, the latter of whom experienced a lyrical breakout. The album is noted. The album is also noted for its minimal use of explicit lyrics, as Ron Carter only agreed to record songs on the condition that the group avoid profanity, to which Q-Tip assured that they were addressing real issues. The duo's lyrical delivery and styles contrasted each other. Q-Tip had a mellow voice and was philosophical, reflective, contemplative, and esoteric, while Fife Dog had a high-pitched voice and was comical, battle-rhyme-ready, and streetwise. The low-end theory peaked at number 45 on the Billboard 200 and number 13 on the top R&B and hip-hop albums chart. Upon its release, the album's commercial potential was doubted by music writers and, and Jive record executives, including label CEO Barry Weiss. However, February 19, 1992, the album was certified gold by the RIAA, with shipments of 500,000 copies in the United States. On February 1, 1995, it was certified platinum by the RIAA. Upon its release, the low-end theory received widespread critical acclaim. It was awarded a perfect 5-mic rating from the source. In the years since its release, the low-end theory has received further widespread acclaim from music critics and writers, many of whom regard it as one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. Tribe produced one of the best hip-hop albums in history, a record that sounds better with each listen. The low-end theory is regarded as one of the most influential albums in hip-hop history as well. It has been studied to have helped shape alternative hip-hop in the 90s. With the album, the group is credited for showcasing how hip-hop was made before commercial success influenced many rappers' creativity, and for challenging the macho posture of hardcore and gangster rap. The album is regarded as Five Dogs' lyrical breakout, as he has established himself as a formidable MC. A breakout verse by leaders of the new school member Buster Rhymes on the single scenario led to stardom and helped launch his successful solo career. Praise for his improvement as both an MC and a boardsman, Q-Tip's rhyme on the single Check the Rhyme, Industry Rule number 4080, Record Company People Are Shady, is one of the most quoted lines in hip-hop. While the album has been called the Sgt. Peppers of Hip-Hop for its groundbreaking approach to hip-hop production and engineering, the album cover is regarded as one of the greatest and most iconic in hip-hop history. On the top 50 list by Complex, it was ranked number one. The album is credited with establishing the musical, cultural, and historical link between hip-hop and jazz, and is regarded as a successful fusion of the opposites, the complex musical textures of jazz and a straightforward boom-bap of rap. In 2003, Rolling Stones ranked the album at number 154 on its list of 500 greatest albums of all time. In a revised 2012 list, it was ranked at number 153, and in 2020, it moved up to number 43. Rolling Stones stated that people previously connected the dots between hip-hop and jazz, as both were revolutionary forms of black music based on improvisation and flow. However, this LP drew the entire picture. The low-end theory has influenced many hip-hop and R&B musicians. Producer Ninth wanted to describe the album as his personal soundtrack while growing up. He further commented on the influence of the group. It's safe to say for me, as well as Fonte, as well as Slum Village, Most Def, Quali, The Roots, Pharrell, you name it, Outkast, we could go on forever. To say if you look at a Tribe Called Quest family tree, they got a lot of offspring. The album has also influenced Kanye West, Common, D'Angelo, Jill Scott, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, Havoc, Madlib, Robert Glasper, and Dr. Dre, who produced his solo debut, The Chronic, after being inspired by this album. Musicians from other genres have also stated it as an influence, including rock musician Jack White and electronic musician James Lavelle. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to the ad. Now back to the show. 
Now let's go over the track list, riding and samples included. Excursion, riding by Jonathan Davis. Samples include A Chant for Boo by Art Blakely and the Jazz Messengers. The Soil I Tilt for You by The Shades of Brown. And Time is Running Out by The Last Poets. Bugging Out, riding by Davis, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, and Malik Taylor. Samples include Spinning Wheels by Lonnie Smith and Mini is the Mooch by Jack DeHante's Direction. Rap Promoter, riding by Davis and Muhammad. Samples include Leaving on a Jet Plane by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Keep on Doing It by The New Birth. Eighth Wonder by Sugar Hill Gang. Low Way Down by Eric Mercury. And Taxman by Little Junior Parker. Butter, writing by Davis, Muhammad, and Taylor. Samples include Gentle Smiles, Saxy by Gary Bartz. Young and Fine by Weather Report. And I Like Everything About You by Chuck Jackson. Verses from the Abstract featuring Vinya Mojik, Vinya Mojik, and Ron Carter. Writing by Davis. Samples include The Star of a Story by Heatwave and Upon This Rock by Joe Farrell. Next was Show Business featuring Diamond D, Lord Jamar, and Sadat X. Writing by Skeef Anselm, Davis, Lorenzo DeChalas, Joseph Kirkland, Muhammad, Derek Murphy, and Taylor. Samples include Midnight Cowboy by Fernet and Teacher, Wiki Wacky by the Fatback Band, Manda Mentos Black by Gerson King Combo, Funky President, People It's Bad by James Brown, Rock Steady by Aretha Franklin, Welcome to the Terror Dome by Public Enemy, Vibes and Stuff, Writing by Davis and Taylor. Samples include Down Here on the Ground by Grant Green, The Infamous Date Rape, Writing by Davis, Muhammad, and Taylor. Samples include Is It Him or Me by Jackie Jackson, The Steam Drill by Cannonball Adderley, 10% Diss by MC Light featuring Audio 2, Love's Gonna Get You, Material Love by Boogie Down Productions. Check the Rhyme, Writing by Davis, Muhammad, and Taylor. Samples include Baby This Love I Have by Minnie Ripperton, Love Your Life by The Average White Band, Hydra by Groover, Hydra by Grover Washington Jr., I'm Just a Rock and Roller by Dalton and Durberry, Nobody Beats the Biz by Biz Marquee and TJ Swan, A Black Ghetto by Brother Jack McDuff, and Hachi by Lafayette Afro Rock Band. Next is Everything is Fine, Written by Anselm, Davis, Muhammad, and Taylor. Samples include Let's Take It to the People by Funkadelic, Don't Knock My Love by Willis Jackson, Ain't No Sunshine by Willis Jackson, and Written All Over Your Face by The Rude Boys. Jazz, We've Got It, writing by Davis, Muhammad, and Taylor. Samples include Green Dolphin Street by Jimmy McGriff, Don't Change Your Love by Five Stair Steps, Light My Fire by The Doors, Murder Dim by Ninja Man, and Seg 2, Funky Breeze, Ghetto Sauce by The Dells. Sky Pager, writing by Davis, Muhammad, and Taylor. Samples include Advice by Sly and the Family Stone, and 17 West by Eric Dolphy. What? Writing by Davis. Samples include Uncle Willie's Dream by Paul Humphrey. Scenario featuring Buster Rhymes, Charlie Brown, and Dinko D. Writing by Davis, Brian Higgins, James Jackson, Muhammad, Trevor Smith, and Taylor. Samples include Little Miss Lover by Jimi Hendrix and Obligato by Brother Jack McDuff. The Low in Theory quite literally changed everything. With Q-Tip on the boards, he changed the game. Infusing jazz and hip-hop had been done before, but not on the level that Q-Tip did it. With the production value and the bringing in of the basses, changed hip-hop forever. This album has inspired quite literally everyone you can think of. And Fife Dog, R.I.P., had a breakout role on this album and was spitting more and better than he ever had before. Low in Theory is one of the greatest albums in history, any genre. So, I just have to say again, thank you to A Tribe Called Quest, Q-Tip, Five Dog, Ali Shaheed, Jerobi White, everyone. And this album gave us the beginning of the career of Buster Rhymes. So thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. Thank you and have a great day.